Welcome to the Tej Talks podcast. Forget the property celebrities. We speak to relatable people with fascinating journeys, just like you. Hosted by Tej Singh, we bring you new stories, life-changing deals, and expert advice every week. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Tej Talks. If this is your first episode, then welcome. There are, I think, 100-plus episodes that you can catch up on. So have fun binging. It's better than Netflix. Uh, so, And for those on my YouTube, welcome, welcome, welcome. So today, the title of this episode is a little bit wishy-washy and a little bit, you know, whatever. But you know me, I'm not going to talk to you about that stuff. I'm going to keep it real. And I'm going to give you pure practical tips on how you can make 2020 the best year of your life. Oh, my God. I sound like a blogger, right? Uh, I, I, I'm kind of... Releasing this podcast in March because uh, I've been busy, so it should have been earlier, but also because now the Jan kind of, yeah, new year, new me, boom, 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 everyone in the gym, no one's there a week later, hype and all that stuff is over, and the kind of February blues are over. Now it's like, okay, it's 2020, let's get on with it, you know what I mean? The first two months of waking up are done, we're all awake, we're all alert. So I want to share with you six tips on how you can make 2020 the best year ever. And your best year ever, because my good time is different from your good time, right? So my first tip, speaking of having a good time, is to have fun. Business is difficult. Property is so, so challenging. And I hope that I get that across to you in my videos and in my podcasts. So have some fun with it. Like, you don't have to write really boring emails. You don't have to be really corporate with, like, your solicitor or with your broker. or Like, have fun. You know, uh, add fun to proceedings. Like when you're doing a refurb, don't do the boring crap that everyone does. Do something slightly different. Put some sauce on it, right? When you go to networking events, smile. You know, be happier. Find that inner contentment and happiness within you, not in a new watch, a new house, a new this. And it, like, find it within you to be happy. And look, it's easy for me to sit here and say that I don't know your situation. But what I can say is happiness starts here and here. Not, you know, out there in the world. You are in control of yourself and your happiness. So maybe focus on being happier. And that can start with just smiling, you know, just a little smile. Or changing your group of friends, changing your circle of friends. But, you know, you're going to face so much annoyance and difficulty in your business and in life in general. Why not have fun with it? You know, why not be less uptight and less serious as people and you'll form better connections, right? And most of you probably are chilled and having fun with it. But it's so easy to get caught up in it, in your own business, being your own boss, blah, KPI, blah, 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 that you forget to just enjoy it. You know, enjoy, as Gary Vee says, enjoy the process, right? He has like 15 companies. He is juggling like a madman, but he loves the process. He doesn't care about buying the jets. He probably hopes he can never buy them because that's the end kind of goal. He wants to enjoy getting there, which we all should enjoy getting there because it's fun challenging but fun the next tip is network i say this a lot i I think most people on my podcast have had benefits from networking but i think it's so important that you do network because you know whether you're in property recently whether you've been in it for a while you're going to want to have friends in property have friends who are doing what you're doing entrepreneurial friends people to push you people to 
give you feedback, people to give you constructive criticism. You want this, this range of people and you want friends and you want to have fun. So especially if you're now making the transition into, you know, full-time property from a full-time job or a corporate life or whatever, it's really important to network and get out of the house. When I was in recruitment, I just didn't do it. I, I just, yeah, became a recluse because I was working so hard. I didn't see the money for that. Uh, you know, it made good money, but it, it wasn't at those times when I was like, oh, no, I'm really busy. Oh, sorry, I can't, no. When I started networking and getting out there and contracting, it changed my whole perspective and it brought out the yellow tedge that you know now. You know, I wasn't like this before because it was being repressed by my own self because I wouldn't network and I wouldn't go out there and I wouldn't have fun. So always network, set it as a KPI in your diary, as a business objective, but also as a personal objective, right? Because it is important. And hey, maybe you'll see me speak one day on stage. Who knows? Hopefully, if you haven't already. Uh, another thing is, I've kind of, re- kind of in my head, I've said the next point is to be a stoic slash to meditate. What I mean by this is find something that gives you inner peace. And inner peace to me is different to you. When I go to the gym, that's actually inner peace to me. Although I'm physically stressed and, you know, it is a stressful thing and my body is under tension, my mind, honestly, just feels like it's in a meadow in Switzerland in summer. It's chilled AF. That's my kind of... I do do the traditional meditation as well. But for me, this is like big, big meditation. It really calms my soul. Putting on my calm voice now. Welcome to Headspace. Uh, So that's a great app, by the way. But do more of something that gives you stillness. Like you don't want to always be in your thoughts. You want to kind of get the gaps between those thoughts, which is said to be stillness or sometimes creativity or whatever. But you want to be in those gaps between those thoughts because that's where you'll find true stillness. And that stillness has a very big return on investment because it's like taking a break or taking a holiday. It allows you to refresh and then come back to the topic, come back to the issue or or the challenge or the business, whatever, and approach it differently. And actually sometimes in the space between our thoughts, we find other thoughts that we didn't think about before because we were too busy going boom boom it's like being on a train line just changing at every single stop every single stop you need to stop sometimes at each stop so <clears throat> read stoicism i really like ryan holiday's books ego is the enemy obstacle is the way stillness is key and 365 days of stoic wisdom really really good books another one is jonas Salzgeber. i think it's called how to be a stoic but ask me for links if you want really really good book books Find something that gives you inner peace, because I promise you, I promise you without sounding like a hippie, it will change your life and it will change how you perceive things and your behavior and how you approach other people, which is everything in, in property and business, right? So just find something that brings you stillness and inner peace. I promise you, I guarantee it. No money back. I don't do that. No money back. But I promise you, it will change how you perceive things. Uh, the next thing is due diligence. Due diligence is is so important. I cannot stress enough how important it is. To the level of when you're doing comparables, you should be downloading EPCs for the sold prices you're looking at and making sure it's the same square footage. I learned this the hard way with a 5k down value. Oh my god, only 5k! It makes a big difference to my business anyway. You know when you're researching, you know the rental market. Speak to agents, look at things that are let, not just on the market, but let, right? That says a lot. When a transaction has happened, 
that's statistically a lot stronger than when it's just on the market. I could put a house up for 800 quid in an area where they all went for 400. You see that and think, oh, the market's 800, sorted. But it's not, it's 400. Due diligence on people is really important. It's very easy to hide behind social media, hide behind a camera, hide behind whatever, and not do what you say you're going to do. So look at company's house. You know, if someone says they have X many properties and they've bought it under mortgages or bridges or with a private investor who has a charge, you will see the charges registered at their company and company's house. So you can see how many houses they've bought. If they're unencumbered, then you potentially can't really see them. But most people buy with mortgages or bridges. So you can see if people are being honest. Physically inspect builders' work. Physically go on site with someone who's selling you a rent to SA deal. Check the small print. You check every detail of everything because all it takes is one line in one legal pack or one leasehold agreement or whatever for things to go really really peak tong that means wrong for anyone who's not in england big up all my listeners globally uh so just make sure you're really really careful because otherwise you you will lose your shirt and like this is a nice shirt i don't want to lose this right like this is not that kind of this is not that kind of show uh so just be really, really careful with due diligence and do extra dd that leads me to my next point. Make a change. And what that means is you're going to be doing all this due diligence, all this research. You know, it's easy to get stuck in analysis paralysis, but make that change, make that shift. And this is, again, one of my points. Take action, which is the last point alongside make a change. Because you can analyze deals all day long. And it, I mean, it wouldn't be that fun unless you love Excel. It's, it's, it's fun for a little bit, but it's pretty boring. If you just keep analysing, analysing, analyzing, and doing nothing, in a year's time, I'll put this video out for 2021 and you'll be like, oh yeah, now is it, I'm going to make the change now. And then it'll be 22 and 23 and then you'll be you'll be 90 and then you'll be like, I wish I made a change when I was younger. I should have listened to that bloke in yellow. So, listen, make a change and take action. When I say make a change in your life, your life could be great and you don't need to, that's cool. Probably for most of us, there's probably something we could change, whether it's getting up earlier or getting up later. Oh, controversial. Or reading a certain book or saying something to someone we always want to say. Like, make that change now. Don't wait until it's too late. Get the courage. Get the confidence. If you need to fake the confidence till you make it, that's your thing. Do your thing. But make that change. Make it this year. And make it sooner rather than later. Because the build-up to that change is often so much more scarier and worse than it actually happening. I think Mark Twain said, I've had many worries, but yet none of them actually happened. I've had many issues, but they've all been in my head. How many of these, you know, fake realities that we make up actually become real? Some do, but most probably don't. And then that leads me sort of to take action. It's easy to go on courses and spend 1997 multiple number of times uh, or 11997 or 11497s a good one. I've seen that actually. Uh, it's easy to spend that money and read books and to be like, oh yeah, but you know, I'm, I'm doing it for the networking or yeah, the books are really good or yeah, I'm just, I'm just firstly doing my research. That's great. Do your research. You have, like, it takes time. It takes months. It takes you however long it takes you, but you have to make sure that there's no dead end. It's not just research. Research, research, oh, and then research. Like you have to make sure there's a step, there's a transition that goes from research to taking action. So take action. So those are my top six tips for making 2020 the best year of your life. 
I hope it's been useful. Uh, if it hasn't, don't worry about it. If it has, let me know. No, I'm joking. I'm always looking for feedback, always looking for interesting guests. So if you if you know anyone, send me a message. If you like this podcast, connect with Tej on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube for more great content.